Welcome. Shellac and Vinyl. Show number somewhere up in the low 30s. Uh, and it's a special show because it's the second annual winnings or recoverings from the Port Townsend Record Show show. Yes. Lots of fun. That was the last, annual. last weekend. Port Townsend Record Show show. Yes. I drove up. This time I had to leave my lovely wife at home. Drove, uh, got up early on Saturday last weekend, took the ferry, went over to Port Townsend and spent a good several hours going through records, come back with a good, a pretty good pile. Yeah. Enough for a show for darn sure. And of course you could have only done that last week. I, because that's when it was. Because that's when it was. And because for all those 26 people that actually follow this show. You know we record here in the beautiful city of Seattle, oh, yes. King County, Washington, and no gathering like the Port Townsend Record Show would be permitted. For show, for show, for show. Let's see. Yes, we are the, we epi- are the epicenter. Epicenter of the the debacle pandemic. All right. Yes. Well, so let's. But uh, you but know, guys, healthy. I'm here. I'm healthy. We're all good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we might as well. Well, we might as well just proceed on that uh we started uh, the show off with a record i've talked about before that was uh johnny burnett and the rock and roll trio doing train kept a rolling the train kept on rolling oh wait a minute the all tra- night long the train kept a rolling that's not all night long but it just ended there the train kept a rolling <laughs> but i've talked about that before that's a 78 i'd like to get I've given up on that idea because, man, they are so expensive. So uh, there was this. Where con- are these folks from? Uh, they were Tennessee Tennessee boys in the because you know, I'm sorry. I mean, you know, it it certainly had some good energy, but I found that solo to be really lacking. Well, it, yeah, it was very early on in the rockabilly. Um, you know, oh, okay. it was well before you know Eddie Van Halen and Joe Bonamassa and. Well, even before Eddie Cochran and and yeah, it was like, early. It was like early rockabilly. Yeah, it was so. shortly after Carl Perkins, but before okay. others. It was very early rockabilly, and it had that that energy, you know, yeah. that deep bass, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, boom, well, the know. singer certainly brought it. Yeah, that's Johnny Burnett. He's the same guy that did uh, Your Sixteen later. After he'd kind of he'd kind of shaved the edges off a I little see. bit, and you know, became more. I would liked a little bit more bass in the production too. Seemed a little tinny. Yeah, I can imagine. That, but anyway, hey. but that's that was. Yeah. You know, I like that record. I bought that. Uh, well, I actually. So why did you buy it at the Port Townsend Record Show? I think it was like ten bucks. And you said like, yes, this I've, isn't the seventy-eight I want, but, but I will settle. Today, but I want it this yeah, day. Got to look for content always, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that. Uh, last year, last year you'll recall when I um, came back and we did our first record show show. Uh, from Fort Townsend, that I I played a 45 by a guy named Roy Head. Yes. And he was that crazy guy that uh, did that song called Treat Him Right, Treat Her Right. And he that I talked about... He was the dancer guy? Dancer guy, yeah. yeah. Well... You you had me YouTube that, and, yeah, and I did. And it was crazy. Pretty incredible what he could do on a tiny little... Yeah. With those. Uh, uh, I, don't, I don't even know what to call one of the... Stands. Stand, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with those pointed black shoes. With those pointed black shoes. Yeah. And I swear his knees bent like every which way. Very weird. Yeah. But he, that was like his big, huge hit. And, and you know, he had others that 
but just never anything like that. Well, you know, make it a re- reprise. You found another and Roy found Head it, another, uh, record another 40, in Port Townsend? Another 45 Roy Head, yeah. So let's play it. All right. way to hold a man? Mm, the best way to hold a man is in your arms. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, like I always say, it's not the men in your life that counts. It's the life in your men. <laughs> tell you a story every girl ought to know how if you want a little love you gotta start real slow he's gonna love you tonight if you just treat him right oh squeeze him real jump you gotta make him feel good tell him that you love him like you really should And if you don't treat him right He won't love you tonight I always practice my method Just as hard as I can That's why I got a reputation As a loving gal And I'm glad every night That I treated him right
nothing man I never had a chance I'm a nothing man It never was my fault I'm a nothing man You can't arrest me I pay rent here I'm a nothing man Never wanted to be a bad person I wish my mama would have loved me I'm a nothing man I never wanted to be a criminal I'm a nothing man You can't arrest me, it never was my fault Wish my mama would have loved me I pay rent here, I'm a nothing man Mama 
right, the leaves. That's what I was going to guess. Hey, Joe. First recorded version. Yeah, it uh, beat uh, Jimi Hendrix's by a year or two, I think. Although, uh, Wiki tells me the song was actually copyrighted by a guy named Billy Roberts. Well, on the, on the label, it says Dino Valenti, who was the lead singer of Quicksilver Messenger Service. Hmm. But I figured it says here, uh, first recording Los Angeles band, The Leaves, and I kind of went like, well, that really sounded like The Birds opening. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe for a long time. You know, it's, I, I, when I was Feel little, a whole lot better. Yeah? When I was little, I had, from my older brother or sister, the Leaves LP. Which Oh, really? But I don't have it. I There was a wholesale, you know, giving to garage sale at one point. When sure. I was, and, and that was among the records, which I... So for, your older brother was cool enough to have the Leaves... <clears throat> yeah, he was pretty cool. I mean, uh, he, he, I got a lot of my musical, my start in the anthropology anthropology of music, both from him and my older sister. Yeah, he is. Uh, well, thank you. He is still a uh, big music fan. In fact, I don't know if you noticed, he commented on the on the the second half of the protest show that we put up last time. I did not notice. There's a comment from him on there. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the leaves uh, doing Hey Joe, and before that we started with Roy Head doing just a little bit on Scepter 45. I'll bet you that that's never been on an album. I bet because you know his output was varied hmm. after the big hit, uh, and 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 then you played a cover of the big hit. <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> and you know who that was? Eartha Kitt. May West. That was Mae West? I found Mae West oh, doing a cover of Roy Head's big hit at the Port Townsend <laughs> Record Show, which I thought Who'd was have thought? crazy. And then we did uh, R.L. Burnside, yeah, a latter-day blues guy, uh, d- doing his version of a song called Nothing Man. Yeah. So apparently he was playing around for a long, long, long time and finally uh, got some acclaim in 2005 opening for the John Spencer Blues Explosion. Exactly. And then yeah. he had a, I think it was maybe like 1999, he did a, like, an electrified or, or kind of a funked up version of blues. Is, is that in the wiki thing also? Well, the critics in uh, the 2005 uh, album he released uh, said that it's a blues album like no other blues album. So maybe it adds yeah, some it. good funk or something, kind of yeah. a twist on it. It's bad, you know. That was his big song. I don't know if it's you remember bad. That. It's bad, you know. Off that, uh, that one album that I'm referring to. I yeah. have it on CD somewhere. But that's not what you played. No, I... Because we don't play CDs no, on shellac and vinyl. The vinyl. The vinyl. <laughs> All right, so I've also talked about in the past... A guy named Emmett Rhodes, and you yes. re- you really liked Emmett Rhodes. I do. Well, his very first band was a band called The Merry-Go-Round, and I was lucky enough to find a beat-up 45 of a song by The, Mello- the Merry-Go-Round. All right. Written, well, let's hear it. Some scratches and all. Written by Emmett Rhodes. All right. Live. <laughs> Yeah. 
Well, are you still with us? Well, that was a long one. That was a long one. A little Headhunters action by Herbie Hancock. Classic. Chameleon. Classic. Yeah. I've been looking for that record for a long time. It's actually kind of hard to find. Interesting. Yeah. My big brother had it. That's how That's how I immediately recognized it when you pulled it out. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Boom, boom. Yeah, I, I was in high school when that came out. Yeah. I, I, I liked it. Long song, obviously. Yes. Yes, we debated uh, whether we were going to faded out at some point and you you overrode overrode that that concept In artist integrity man you don't you just don't this is not a ktel show <laughs> so instead of or four, ronco so instead of four songs on that on that uh slate we only did two because of the the length of the herbie we started off with harmonica frank doing the original version of step it up and go now harmonica frank is a guy i'd never heard of but uh, there was one vendor at the Port Townsend record show that had uh, one little container of 78s. And was that the only container of 78s you found in the whole show? There was another guy that had a little box, but I didn't get any of those. And they were, you know, the, the not nothing to speak of. This guy had some okay 78s. And... And this was one of them, and he had it priced much more than what I paid for it. And I said, yeah. "Oh, what so, a negotiator you well, are!" Well, <clears throat> it's interesting because I ended up buying two from him, but the other seventy-eight was like three bucks. And I said, "Yeah, I'd probably buy this other one, but you know, well, I, I'd like to buy this other one, but your price—it's a fair price, but I'm—I can't pay that much." And he goes, "Well, <laughs> what would you pay?" And so I ended up paying. You know, I made an offer, and he took the offer, and and it, I'd never heard of the guy. And I came home, and I turn. It turns out that this is a very highly sought after record that went for many multiples of the amount I paid. Ah, on, so you should it. feel guilty. I don't feel too guilty. Now you told him right out of the box that his price that he was asking was fair. Yes, you just said, but I can't pay that. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. And so he said, "Well, make an offer." So I, I made a decent offer. I mean. It, you know, it really reminded me of Brother Where Art Thou. Like, you know, so-and-so pay you five bucks to sing, sing into a can. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it just really sounded like, you know, he was in one of those old studios. Yeah, but it's very highly desirable. And, and uh, I liked it. Yeah. The other side's a little bit more novelty-ish. The guy, the guy was like a harmonica wizard. He could play three harmonicas at once. He could play, you know harmonica in his mouth all the way it was just i mean he could play it with his nose he was a very weird dude huh yeah i looked i had never heard of him but harmonica frank look it up good all right people and and so let's uh let's move on um should i play yeah i was gonna just segue but then you you did this so so we'll just we'll just instead of me talking about what another one that i was gonna play let's play what i was gonna play yeah after the segue yes okay well, let's go here we go Treaty and our 
Oh, she sits on her veranda with her mouth up in her hand. She plays alone some music while she's pining for a man. She's a swamp woman. She plays a swamp woman's live. She's the sweetheart of the bayou, and her friends all heard her say that her heart's done and broken since that man he went away. She's a swamp woman. She plays a swamp woman blue. He was the meanest human and he beat her over the head But do you think she's sorry to know that rascal's dead? She's a swamp woman She plays a swamp woman blue I'll go sit on her veranda with my fancy trappings on Look me over, pretty mama, do be glad that rascal's gone She's a swamp If he's setting up in heaven with his gold harp on his knee He's saying to you, Mama, there's a better man than me. She's a swamp woman. She plays a swamp woman blues. Clears the way, my brothers. See us standing in the door. We shall do the double shuffle. Throw some sand up on that floor. She's a swamp woman. She plays a swamp woman blues. It's so sad 
Johnny Hartman. I yep. like that sax. You ever heard of Johnny Hartman? I have not. Johnny Hartman was this uh, jazz vocal singer. And he did. He uh, had a very nice voice. He did a fantastic collaboration with uh, John Coltrane mm. uh, back in the early 60s. Mm. I don't really know when this 45 came out, and I haven't really done much research on who the sax player is. Oh, it says 73 on it. Um, yeah, it was pretty cool. Pretty yeah. cool. It was he was doing a his version of a Chris Christopherson song. Interesting. Help me make it through the night. Yeah, it's very cool. Maybe yeah. I can look up um, while we're playing something if I find out who played sax on that. Alrighty. Uh, we started that off with the band doing Arcadian Driftwood, and it's hard to tell for sure, but Danko, Manuel, and Helm traded leads on that and yes that was um off mic we had quite the discussion yes, as we, to who was who yes we did or whom was whom and i was i was not sure whether i had that album that was um the band's northern light southern crossing and i turned out i didn't so i'm glad i got it at the record at the record at Port show. townsend record show at the record show and yes garth was canadian 
Garth was Canadian, and yes. Levon was... Levon an, was from Arkansas. An Arkansas Turkey, turkey trot something or some, <laughs> some kind of weird turkey. <clears throat> so anyway. this whole started that we did this very long discussion off off mic about this song, Arcadian Driftwood. It was a, it's a story, a, a very complex story about a, a, a war between, I don't know, a battle between France and, and England and Canada and... I mean, the words are, I mean, it's a very complex story to get into a, a three and a half minute pop song. Yeah, I, I'm not familiar with the battle, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess the French won. Hence, we have the French Canadian province. Yeah, I, I, apparently <clears throat> Robbie Robertson took a little artistic license with the real facts, but he made. Are the we words, surprised? Uh, he made the facts fit the, the words, the, the, the tune. Anyway, right. then from there we did. A soul record that I, a guy that I'd never heard of, Sonny Charles. Very Motown. Very Motown. It was a Phil Spector produced. Oh, Wall of Sound. Yeah, and he co-wrote the the song. So it, that's uh, actually pretty, a pretty neat record. I liked it. I didn't is he know. In jail. Is he still in jail? Yeah, he is. Yeah. That's that was weird. It's a weird story. Yeah, it's a weird. <laughs> well, he was apparently a pretty weird dude back apparently. back from the very beginning. <laughs> But he did have the wall of he sound. He did have the wall of sound. He produced some incredible incredible records. After um, after Sonny Charles, we played the second of the two seventy eights that I purchased by the Milo Twins doing Swamp Woman Blues. That was another good one. Yeah. Good seventy eights on this show. Well, only two though. Well, you know, Port Townsend can't be counted on for everything. Last year I bought a whole bunch. They well, didn't they didn't have them going on this year. Yeah, there was one couple in particular last year that were selling their entire collection for cheap. And so I bought their entire collection for cheap. <laughs> <laughs> and I may have paid uh, about the same for the two records I bought this time that I paid the for the entire collection last time. Anyway, uh, so you know who Dr. Demento is. I absolutely know Dr. Demento. Were you a Dr. Demento listener? Not on purpose. Oh, really? Now, see, <laughs> once in a while was okay, but I couldn't handle it all the time. He would come on like at midnight on a Saturday night huh? or something, and I, yeah. and it was before my, you know, before I was old enough to party. <laughs> so, you know, occasionally I would hear this crazy thing. Um, he, he spanned both my non-partying and my partying life. Because I, mean, I think he started when I was in high school, and I remember he was still on in, when I was in college. He's actually the the guy. His not, name isn't really Doctor Demento. No, uh, but he's in some of these seventy eight Facebook record groups that I'm in. Like and the actual person. The actual person. He participates he, in the face Facebook group. Uh, more than one. Yeah. Wow. So it's always amazing, you know, if if, if the well, guy. How, do, how does he does he he say I'm Doctor Demento in well, the group? You, you know who he is. I mean, people that are in the group know who he is. Oh, okay. I mean, I could tell you who he is off off mic, but I, maybe he doesn't want that to know, you know. All right. But but it's, it's what he's like Kiss, you know, before they took off the makeup. <laughs> maybe his name's Barrett. Okay, his <clears throat> name's Barrett. But, but first name or last name? That was. <laughs> <laughs> he, you know, do you remember those Warner Brothers Lost Leader records? Yes. He wrote most of the liner notes for those. Oh. Yeah. 
It's a very interesting guy. So he's well woven into the music industry. Yeah, absolutely. Well, are we going to hear a cut by Dr. Demento or no. what? No, we're not. <laughs> no, but what we're gonna what we're gonna play is that, and I've never heard of either the the artist or the song, but I would be shocked if Dr. Demento had never played this record. Oh, okay. Okay. It's, so so. Essentially, this record reminded you of a Dr. Demento show. It's it it's fits all the criteria for a Dr. Demento show. All right. It's it's by a guy named Ziggy Talent. Ziggy Talent. Talent. Yeah. Okay. And it is Lena, the Queen of the Uptown Arena. So you got to kind of listen to the words, people. Listen Lena, to the words. The Queen of the Uptown Arena. Not of. It's actually a apostrophe. The queen of the, uh, the you know, queen like, of the, the queen of the, the queen of the yeah, uptown the queen arena. Of the uptown arena. Okay. So, folks, listen to the words because they're kind of goofy. Here we go. Here we go. Lena, the queen of the uptown arena, is the girl who I adore. She spends her nights wearing lavender tights, being bounced around the floor. How I suffer, how I suffer, when Brunhilde the brute starts to rough her. She goes, ah, 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 ouch, she's pulling my hair. I love her half Nelson, there's nobody else in the world who's so divine. Alina, the queen of the uptown arena, will soon be The queen of the uptown arena She gives me such a fright I have to pay to see my fiancé Being strangled every night She can handle gorgeous Gertie But when Gert uses holes that are dirty She goes, ah, 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 ah Ouch, she's twisting my knee her bones will be battered, her teeth will be scattered, but how the sun will shine when Lena, the queen of the uptown arena, is mine, all oh, mine. Always wrestling. But someday in my arms she'll be nestling She'll go, ah, 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 ah She'll be happy with me But boy, I'll get hurt if she catches me Flirt with Marie or Clementine Well, Lena, the queen of the uptown arena is mine,
TikTok by the Music Machine. Interesting. It's been, uh, you've heard that song before. I, I don't know. Wow, really? Well, it's definitely got that. It's some attitude. It's got that garage sound. Mm-hmm. I've got, um, in, in the Connecticut trip uh, stuff, we have uh, the, the LP that that's on. But, you know, I mean, I picked it up. It's, uh, but poor Townsend had a 45. Yeah, yeah. Plus, I knew, you know, see, I'm always looking when I'm at the show. I'm thinking, well, three for a buck. I could play this for 33 cents on the show. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you mentioned offline that, um, off mic, that uh, this is, uh, we've got quite a few 45s this show, and, and we do. Uh, it's a pretty diverse set of music that I picked up there this year. And there's, of course, there's plenty that I got that we're not going to play. Uh, we've gone through, that's the uh, 17th song that we've, the 17th record that we played in our little show here. All from Port Townsend. And I think a good mix of music. I, I enjoy doing this kind of a show. Uh, we're not, it's a lot easier than trying to figure out a theme. <laughs> for one thing. Uh so that that's fun, and plus it's just f- kind of fun to put, you know, just grab them from the stacks, kind of basically. Yeah, uh, that was good. So um, we started uh, with what do you think about Lena, the Queen of the Arena, uh, Uptown Arena? Professional wrestling is, I believe, a scourge, a scourge on society. I. I I'm sorry. I just I hate it. But it's fun. That's that record. It's fun. Is fun. Oh, yeah. That Record's record fun. is fun, and that's a definitely a record. Fun. I'm sure Doctor Demento had to have played that at I, least once. I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, we followed that up with um. This this the flip side of of a 45. Hold on, just let me grab the song. Let me grab the record. All right. The flip side of this really poppy song that was a pop that, that hit the charts in um, probably late seventies, late sixties, I mean, early seventies, by a, a group called Mercy doing Love. And if you, heard, I mean, if you were to YouTube it, you'd go like, "Oh my God, that's just direct." The other side though is that that surf guitar thing that uh-huh. was pretty cool. Fireball. It was very venturesy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I picked up. Four LPs by the Moody Blues. I kind of had a realization last week that I didn't have as much Moody Blues as I needed. So I went up there with a, on, a, on a mission. To that was see one, one of your goals to find Moody Blues. And right? I found several. And that's one cut off one album. That is the um, Lovely this to is. See You. Huh? This is the Moody Blues. That was kind of their, their compilation. It's not really a greatest hits though. It's kind of weird because it's it's not really a, a greatest hits. A con- it's a, but it's kind of like a a yeah. collection of a bunch of different stuff, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and I like that song. You've heard that song, absolutely. Yeah. Then we heard uh, chain chains, chain chains. <laughs> I did the same thing you did. <laughs> By the cookies. I, I like that tune a lot. Yeah. That's been done by a number of people. Including the Beatles. The Beatles did that? Yeah, on their very first VJ album. Oh, you know what? You're absolutely right. Uh, yeah, you know. VJ album. They, what, what, uh, Victory in Japan? It, it, no, they had an album <laughs> before before they signed with Capitol. Oh, okay. And beside, before they signed with Polydor, they did a VJ album. And it's got 
Well, let me see. No, it wasn't before Polydor because it, it actually duplicates duplicates some of the stuff that was on the Beatles' first Polydor album in, in the in, in Great Britain. So it's got Please Please Me and Love Me Do and then a bunch of their covers, including Chains. And, uh, and Besame Mucho, remember that? Yeah. Besame Mucho, yeah. It's got stuff like that on it. It's, it's kind of before, obviously, before they became huge. And they did that the cover of that song on it. Yeah. Uh, and then we finished that off with the music machine doing Talk Talk. Well. Okay. Here we are. Wasted another... Hour and a half. Hour and a half or... I hope that these eighty that, minutes that, that with us. The people that that are that are tuned in, I mean, it, all twenty six of them. I think we're up to twenty eight now. All right, <laughs> but you know. Oh, forgot your brother. Twenty nine. A, a lot of people say, <laughs> you know, I just don't have time to to lay to play the podcast. You know, you could listen to this podcast. Of course, we're saying it at the wrong time because it's at the very end of the show. But you could listen to the podcast doing anything. You could like listen to it while you're running, jogging, mowing the lawn. It's just there for your... It's nothing but entertainment. Come on. 24-7 availability. That's right. All the time. That's right. We're here for you. Download us anytime. We are more pervasive than (laughs) COVID-19. And just as catchy. (laughs) Just as catchy. Wow. (laughs) You know what? Your enthusiasm is contagious. That's right. (laughs) Shh. Our BMI license is going to go through the roof. We need more puns. More puns. More, more puns. puns. Yes. All right. Well, let's uh, let's wrap it up for the day for this show. Let's wrap it Thank up. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We en- we really do appreciate you listening, and uh, for all of you who who are just the silent majority who say nothing, we know you're out there. I hope you're liking this stuff. Yeah. And yes, we hope you enjoyed the second annual Port Townsend Record Show show. show. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going out on? Uh. Jane Birkin and Serge Gainsbourg. Serge or Serge? Serge, probably. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe it depends on if you're in the United States or France. Yes. Uh, And, and, you know, I'm not, I don't speak French, so I'm going to butcher this, but je je t'aime moi non plus. Okay. Do you speak French? I do not. Okay, so you do no better than I My wife does. So this was. this was kind of. Uh, I just didn't ever thought non plus was a French word. <laughs> there's non plus? Moi, non plus. So non it's M O I, me, non plus, whatever yeah, that non means. Non plus? Yeah, so, so this is. There's some elements of a little bit of erotica in this. So just Uh-oh. take that for okay. what it's worth. But it's kind of like. It's kind of. So maybe I should put on the, on the notes for this show, like, started it. 10 o'clock or uh, so. It's, it's definitely <laughs> mood music, okay? All right. But we're going to put it on. We're going to, hopefully, And we're going to end it. with this. Yes, with we're going to end mood, with mood, mood, Putting you in the mood. <laughs> All right. Because that's what we do. Yes. Yeah, for whatever you want to do. For whatever. Because you can listen to us doing whatever. Well, because we play a wide array of music. That's right. To, to meet your, your, your palate. <laughs> okay. Satiate you, yes. Yeah. Okay, folks. Thanks for joining us. I'm Chip. We'll catch you next time. I'm Guy. This is Shellac and Vinyl.